Taking charge of your future starts with taking the first steps. And saving up to $30 a month on Cox Internet with the Affordable Connectivity Program makes those steps easy to take. Whether they bring you to click upload on your first short film or join now for an online book club. Applying is easy. See if you qualify at cox.com slash ACP. Non-transferable one per household application and eligibility decisions are made by the FCC. What's going on, y'all? Come on in. Saturday night, 9 o'clock Mountain, 11 o'clock Eastern. We're going to do a quick preview of tomorrow morning's message. We're in our new series. We started Wednesday called Another Love TKO. But before we go there, let me know where you're watching from. Speak to me as you come in. Let me know where you're watching from. We're just on IG tonight. So make sure that you share, share, share. <clears throat> when you share, people get saved. And so to God be the glory. But God, come on here. Uh, if you know that the only reason you are still standing is because of God, I dare you to just put a but God on the screen. But God. Because um, people will make you want to snap, cracker, and pop all over them. But God. You got to hear what I'm saying. All right? Got to keep it moving. Omaha, Tampa, Aurora, good to see you. Let me know where you're watching from. L.A., good to see you. L.A., uh, the city of angels. Wednesday broke me down on a good way. That's good. Praise God. That is good. It was really, really good. But God. So listen, guys. <clears throat> um, first of all, a couple of quick announcements. If you don't have our app, get our app. That's the best way to, that's the best way to stay connected to Harvest. Um, don't rely on social media. All right. How do you get our app? Hey, Jersey, Naperville, good to see you. Uh, to get our app, text the word Harvest to the phone number 877-552-4746. Can I get a few of you to type that on the screen? That way I can pin it. And then once we pin it, anybody who sees that can get that. All right. Um, so that's the best way to stay connected. In our app, you get our podcast. You can also watch live also. And so I want to encourage you, get that app, stay connected and do that. Listen, they, they will, but God, I'm just telling you, I, I mean, but God. I, so we started this series on Wednesday called Another Love TKO. We based it off of uh, uh, the Teddy Pendergrass song. That's why I got the title for the series for. And, and really, essentially, it is dealing with weird love. All right. And when I say weird love, you know that we are in this year weird and weird has five different definitions. For those of you who don't know, 2022 is going to be a weird year for you. But weird doesn't mean anything negative. Weird has five definitions and they're all good things. Number one, it means uh, to do your assignment. This is going to be a year you do what you were created to do. Number two, it means, watch me, uh, supernatural. This is going to be a supernatural for you, year for you. Number three, uncanny. That means strange, mysterious, mystifying, abnormal, unusual, and unexpected. All right. Number four, zany. This is going to be a zany year for you. Unconventional, unorthodox, surreal, crazy in left field. You're going to be expecting it from one side. It's going to come from another side. And then finally, creepy. But creepy is not a bad word. Creepy means uh, unease or fear because you're asking yourself, is this really happening? All right. This is going to be the best year of your life yet. Can I get you to make that confession out of your mouth and on the screen? This will be the best year of my life yet. All right. Now, <clears throat> in that, we started this series on Wednesday, um, Love Month, Black History Month, and also Harvest, by the way. We're focusing on entrepreneurs this month. So we're going to be doing an entrepreneur. Let me just give this out real quick by way of announcements. We're going to be doing an entrepreneur, business owner, and entrepreneur mixer on February the 13th. Yes, that's Super Bowl Sunday, but it's going to, it's going to be very quick. Only about 45 minutes to an hour tops. 
And uh, we're going to do that on Sunday following the 11-15 from my on campus and those of you in Denver and online. You register for it and online what will happen when we get into what we're going to call speed mixing. What will happen is that everybody, um, you'll be able to be a part of that. All right, so it's going to be amazing. So make sure that you get registered for that. You can do that in our app or text the word event. Somebody put that on the screen for me. Text events to 877-552-4746. All right. So on Wednesday, we open this series on February. Good to see you guys. Guys, if you just come in and let me know where you're watching from. We're just on IG tonight for the previews. I told you all, we just started doing these randomly, like, what, in September, October or something like that of last year. And I decided to keep them going. So we're going to keep them going at least through the end of this month. All right. How many of y'all are blessed by the message previews on Tuesdays and Saturdays? Wave at me. I don't do stuff just to be doing it. If it's not going to work and give me the results that I want. We're not going to do it. All right. Thank you. There you go. Boom. Text event. And you can register for that. All right. Any business that you have, uh, any business owner or entrepreneur, it's really important. What I want to do is I want to empower. Good to see you, too. I want to empower uh, our business owner and entrepreneurs. I'm anointed for that. I want to empower um, our business owners and entrepreneurs. I want this to be the best year. Watch me. Not just for you financially, but for your business financially. Come on. I need you to open your mouth. And release this. Uh, if you're a business owner or entrepreneur, say, this will be my best business year. Come on, I need you to say that out of your mouth and type that on the screen. This will be my best business year. Um, to God be the glory. Since we planted Harvest Church from scratch 15 years ago, every single year, God gets 100% of glory. Every year has always been increased from the prior year. In terms of people getting say all the things that we measure, every year has always been increased from the prior year. Um, and we give God praise for that. All right. Um, we'll have a full uh, update, a video update for you. It's already on the website, but we have a full update for, and we talk about it in the experiences, but we'll have a full update for you uh, here soon. All right. So Wednesday, I think I got my announcement out of the way. Wednesday, we got this series, Another Love TKO. This comes from the 1980 Teddy Pendergrass song, Another Love TKO. First of all, um, let me just talk about music because I love, for those of you who don't know, I got into ministry through music. I had the privilege of being inducted into the Colorado Gospel Music Hall of Fame. I don't even know we had one until I was inducted in it. And that same Hall of Fame made me pastor of the year a couple of years ago. Um, but what I love about Teddy P is Teddy P's songs. See, he had songs like uh, 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 Never Love TKO. He had songs like Turn Off The Lights. Y'all remember that? He had songs like when he did with Hell Melvin and the Blue Notes, I Miss You. Um, I've been playing that song lately a lot. Uh, it just came, it just popped back up and uh, I just played that song. And listen, me, I can take a secular song, song y'all got to hear me, and I can go to church. I can go all the way to church. Uh, I was singing I Miss You, talking about the Lord. Like, Lord, I miss you. like I, look, I can go straight to church. Um, what I like about music during that time um, uh, is that one, you have real instruments. Come on. Can I get, can I see, I got some musicians on here. Can I get somebody to say something? Yeah. Real instruments, right? Number two, you, um, you, you, you were, you had songs that, um, that told a narrative that told the story, right? Um, and this song, another love TKO Aaron Hall, right? That, that's a little later, but you know, but, but same thing. It told a story, um, and so in all of that, Another Love TKO is one of those songs that um, most people know. In fact, um, on Wednesday night, it was it was uh, a snowstorm. And one of the testimonies, if you don't follow the Harvest Church Instagram, go follow it. One of the testimonies from one of the men that was in church. Somebody said, put me in seat. Let's go. Come on. That's all we got to do. Uh, one of the songs 
or uh, one of the uh, testimonies from Wednesday it was an individual saying um, that uh, they had uh, saw what it was going to be. So they had to get into the building and they gave their lives to the Lord. Can we stop and celebrate this? They gave their lives to the Lord on their Wednesday night. They looked at it and said, I'm a huge Teddy Pendergrass fan. And when I saw what the series is going to be, I had to be in the building and they gave their lives to the Lord. Can I get you to celebrate that with me on IG? Come on, let's celebrate. Put a clap in the chat. Say something. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. All right. So with the song, Another Love TKO, the reason I chose to use that is because for many people, that's how people look at love. Most people look at love like it's a fight. All right. And then TKO, technical knockout. It looks like it's a knockout, like it's a fight. And unfortunately, the way many people look at love is totally incorrect. Look at me, look at me, especially Christians. Many Christians look at love and we look at love totally wrong. We don't look at it from the word. We look at it from the world. And hear me, the only, everything's going down except the word. We have to look at love based on God's word, not what the world tells us. The world spits out a lot of stuff. And, and consequently, if you don't know your word, you will let the world post some meme. They'll post it on Instagram. They'll post it on social media. And you'll think, well, that's what love is, but it's not. You will think, well, this is the way it's supposed to be. No, it's not. We cannot love like the world. We have to love like the word. Come on. And you just type it on the screen, the word. Uh, and, they, and listen, and they seem similar, but they're very different. Can I just give you some examples of this? Let me give you some biblical examples of this. Um, let me let me start with um, let me start with this. Um, for example, you hear people say this. You ready? Now I'm gonna, I'm gonna go here. You ready? You hear you hear people say this. Blood is thicker than water. Wave at me if you've ever heard that. You've heard something similar to that. Family first. Wave at me if you've heard that. Wave at me if you heard that. And consequently, Christians will hear stuff like that and then say the word says this. No, it doesn't. Let me give you a word on this. Matthew chapter 12. In Matthew chapter 12, Jesus redefines relatives and family. His mother and brothers show up when he is uh, uh, in the midst of ministering. And they try to interrupt him and say, hey, Jesus, come here. One of Jesus' guys comes over to him and says, hey, your mother and brothers are outside. Jesus in front of everybody. Pay attention. In front of everybody. Jesus says, who is my mother? Who is my brothers? He points to his 12 and said, this is my mother. This is my brothers. Pay attention. He redefined family and made a distinction between family and relatives. And for some of y'all, watch me, you're in bondage because you feel like because that's your family, you have to keep bailing them out. It's quiet here because you feel like that's your blood. <clears throat> you have to keep going through the same mess with them over and over and over again. Well, we're going to get this right. Well, guess what? You can't get stuff right with people who want to do wrong. Nobody's talking to me in these comments tonight. You cannot get things right with people who want to do wrong. So right there, Jesus redefines family and relatives. He says family. He points to the, the gentlemen that are with him on his assignment that are helping him to do what he's called to do. Watch me. An enemy is anything that opposes your forward progress. He literally says, my, these are my mother and brother. He redefines family. And he says, who does the will of my father? That's Matthew chapter 12, because you know I'm always going to give you Bible. For many people, pay attention, you have misdefined relatives and family. And you are giving family, you, watch me, relative treatment, and you're giving relatives family treatment. For some of you, your family will be people that, watch me, that don't look like you, that aren't your same skin color, that, watch me, that you don't know, that you didn't grow up with. 
relative just means we share common ancestry. Y'all gotta hear what I'm saying tonight, right? That's Bible. That's what Jesus did. But you have many Christians because they not they don't understand the word. They will take on attributes of the world and say, well, I have to do that. That's my cousin. I have to. That's not Bible. Can I give you one more on that? In Genesis chapter 13. In Genesis chapter 13, you see a man named Abraham. Y'all still with me tonight? Guys, if you haven't shared, share this. Click the little triangle at the bottom. Share this. Um, there's a, a man named Abraham. Abraham is regarded as the father of the faith. Abraham <clears throat> has a, a nephew named Lot. Now, uh, Lot's father dies. His father's name is Haran. He dies. Haran means parts place. He dies. So Lot, watch me, is there. And uh, Abraham's father dies. So in Genesis 12, God speaks to Abraham and he tells him, get out of your country away from your father's house. Pay attention. He says, I need you to get away from your blood. Watch me. But your family is dead. They're gone. Pay attention. He says, I need you to leave the place. Oh, my God. That you even grew up with them because the place is putting, watch me. It is putting a lid on you. The very place is putting the lid on you. And for some of you, you got to hear me. This is why God will have you get up and move to a whole different place. This is why God will have you in a whole different city. Why? Because God says there's some things, it's the very place is going to remind you um, of, of the boundaries, of the limitations. There's certain things where it's the, the, you got to get out that city because that city will put a limitation on you. Hey, Denver, y'all not saying nothing, all right? So pay attention. So, hey, pastor, so, so, so watch. He says, get out of your country, get away from your, your father's house. His father was gone. His father had passed away. So the issue was not that his father was even alive. The issue was that his, the spirit of his bloodline was so pervasive in that place that God says, the only way I can get anything good out of you is you're going to have to leave that place. And for some of y'all, I need you to be okay. That's me. We're about to get to the preview. I need you to be okay letting go so that you can embrace new. I think you better let it. I need you to let it go. Can I get you to type that on the screen? Let it go. Let go of what was so you can embrace what's next. You cannot hold on to your past and your future at the same time. I'll say that again. You cannot hold on to your past and your future at the same time. You got to let it go. Right? So he says, uh, get, get away. So what does Abraham do? The Bible says Abraham takes him and Lot. Stop. Did I not just tell you, get away from these people? Get away. Watch me. And Lot's the only one alive. Did I not just, which means, watch me. When I say get away from your, I'm talking about Lot. Get away from him. He's the problem. Why? Lot's name in Hebrew, the language of our Old Testament, it literally means hidden motives or hidden agenda, which means he's your blood, but watch me, but he does not share the same burden as you. He is your, watch me, he's your relative, but he does not want to see the same results as you. Y'all got to hear me. And for some of you, watch me, it may be your own kids that don't want to see you do well. I don't know who that's for. It may be your own brothers or sisters. It may be coming from an unexpected place, but you got to hear what I'm saying. You got to hear what I'm saying. God says, I need you to go. I need you to go away from. So he takes a lot with him. What does he take with him? Hidden motives and agenda. 
Hidden motives and agenda. For some of you, the issue some of your bloodline has with you, not all, but the issue some of your bloodline has with you is that you're the one that's breaking the curses. And when you begin to the one, when you are the one that's breaking the curses, what ends up happening is that you literally will begin to aggravate the cursed. Bishop, how do you know that? Can I give you scripture to back this up? There was a man. We're coming back a lot. Let's jaywalk over here. There was a man. He's called a gathering demoniac. This man was filled with a legion, 2,000 different evil spirits that were in this man. The Bible says when Jesus shows up, pay attention. When the light shows up, pay attention. When the interruption to the dysfunction in the bloodline shows up, what happens? The Bible says this man runs to him and this man says, you are torturing me. You are, listen, your very presence is torture. Why have you come here to torture us? And for some of you, watch me, just being around you is torture. Why? Because even though they betrayed you, you're still breathing. That's torture. I'm talking tonight. Even though that they expected you to be the one that was going to fail, you're succeeding. That's torture. Even though they thought that you weren't going to be able to make it without them and you are, that's torture. Your very presence, who am I talking to tonight? Your very presence is torture to some people. It's torture. It's torture. It's so, literally all Jesus did was show up and the, watch me. And the man ran to him. Some of you all, you keep thinking because people want to be around you that 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 means that they like you. Oh my God! For some of you, you keep thinking because people always call you that they like. Some people are just calling to get info to go share with somebody else. Some people are just calling so that they can see if, if it finally started going bad for you. Some people are just calling to see if you got a negative report so they can feel better about their life. Some of you think that people's giving people, excuse me, giving you attention means that they actually want to see you apprehend. I'm talking tonight. Shout out to the 14 of you that have used badges. The Bible says that the man ran to Jesus. He didn't, Jesus didn't look at me. Jesus didn't ask for him. He didn't say, come around me. He didn't say, come here. The man ran to him and the man ran to him because the very presence of a curse breaker is torture. Let's go back over here to Genesis 13. God says, leave Lot alone. Don't mess with him. Don't fool with him. Get out from where you grew up. Get out from your father's house. Remember his father passed away. So what ends up happening now? Let's go. <clears throat> the Bible says in Genesis 13, what up, Reb? Uh, the Bible says that Jesus or that the Lord does not speak to Abraham until Lot leaves. This is Genesis 13. God is silent. Look at me. Silent. Silent until Lot is gone. And for some of why? Because if he would have told Lot what his next was, watch me, Lot would have sabotaged it. Why? His name means hidden motives. His name means hidden agenda. Look at me. Can I help some of y'all? There are some of you. Please listen. If you don't listen to nothing else I say for this message preview, please listen. There are some of you all. Hear me. But you're saying, God, I, I'm, not, I'm not certain on what I'm supposed to do. I'm not clear on my next instruction. Can I be honest with you? He's not going to tell you if a lot's still around. His silence is proof that there may be a lot. <laughs> Ain't nobody saying that right there. His silence. For those of you who feel confused, for those of you who feel like, God, like one day you feel like you're supposed to go for it. Next day you're supposed to go back. Next day you're supposed to, go to slide to the left, slide to the right, crisscross everybody. You're like, this is a whole dance routine. And I says, I'm not saying anything until that mark is gone. 
I'm not saying anything until you stop calling her and telling her all your business. Who am I talking to? I'm not saying anything until you stop posting everything on social media. Why? Because you're going to put it out there for the enemy to attack it. I'm not saying nothing. That's Genesis 13. He said nothing because Lot was there. The moment Lot leaves, the Bible says, and the Lord spoke to Abraham. The moment Lot is gone, the moment Lot is gone. Some of y'all, you need to ask the Lord, Lord, who are my lots? Who are my lots? Lots, L-O-T. Who are the hidden motive people around me? The hidden gender people around me? Because watch me. The Bible says they're always, if you read Genesis 13, Lot was creating all this confusion. To be honest with you, it's not that hard to figure it out. It's not. You don't need discernment. What you need is the courage. What you need is the courage to make a change in the relationship. Because if you keep reading your Bible, later on, he goes and rescues Lot. So he didn't, he didn't say, I'm totally done with you, blocking you on social. He didn't do that. He didn't do that. It was just like, no, this relationship, mm -mm, this has to change. This has to change. He knew. I mean, he knew. The Bible says there, were all this, there was all this strife between Lot and Abraham. There was this strife between Lot's people and their people. And Lot, here's the trip. Lot, bruh, I don't even like that word, but I'm going to say it. Bruh, you wouldn't have had anything if it wasn't for Abraham. So how are you going to fight with the man that made you? Ooh, it's quiet right there. For some of you all, what's frustrating you is that you have got people who are fighting with you. And you're like, wait a minute. If it wasn't for what I did for you, I'm not trying to get the glory. I'm just saying at least don't disrespect the vessel. Got it? So those are two examples. Matthew 12, Genesis 13 of things, hear me, of things um, in the Bible that are very different. The word that's very different than the world. The word is very different than the world because, because most people would say, well, that's your, that's your cousin. That's your nephew. You got to Who going to take care of him? He's a grown man. He's going to trust the same God I trust. It's quiet right here. It's quiet right here. Right? Isn't that good? Don't disrespect the vessel. Like, I'm not trying to get the glory, but doggone, don't disrespect the vessel. Don't disrespect the bridge that got you over. Don't, don't spit on the bridge that you walked to get over to where you at. Wow. Here we go. Those are two examples. So when it comes to love, for many people, love, you love according to the world, not the word. Those are just two examples of things that the Bible is totally different on than the way American Christianity is. And not just even American Christianity, some of your family traditions, stuff that gets passed down and handed around. You know, well, this is how we do it in this family. Well, but is it the word, though? Is it the word? Because some of you all, you try, you know, Bible says, hold on, hold on let me give you this. Uh, if you guys are just coming on in, like this video, or uh, tell me where you're watching from, and make sure you share tonight. Share, we're just on IG tonight for a preview. Matthew 10, 36. For a lot of you, you like to bring everybody together to have peace meetings. We finna, this family finna come together. We finna, everybody finna, you know, Bible says Matthew chapter 10, it says a man's enemies will be those of his own household. So for some of you, you're like the devil's attacking my family. Is he or is that what Jesus said it was going to be? It's quiet right there. It's quiet right there. It's quiet right there. 
Is it the devil attacking you? Is that the devil? Or is that Jesus? Or is it just what Jesus said it was going to be? That some of the people who are against you are going to be the people who you think should be for you. See the difference? Shalom to you. See the difference between the word and the world? Because most Christians, are, the devil's trying to tear my family up. Is he? Or is he just simply showing you what he said in Matthew chapter 10? Is, is that the devil? And maybe the reason why, watch me, maybe the reason why when you rebuke it, it doesn't change is because you can't rebuke God. Oh my God, you can't rebuke God. You can't rebuke God. Hold on, let me give you another one. Um, sometimes we get frustrated. Let me give you this scripture. Am I helping anybody tonight? Let me just give you one more example. One more example. One more example. And then we're going to get and then we're gonna get the love. we out of here. But is this helping you? If this is helping you, wave at me. Wave at me if this is helping you. Um, wave at me. Wave at me. Wave at me if this is helping you. Uh, another thing that happens <clears throat> um, is that sometimes when there is um, disagreement, um, when there is strife, when there is um, confusion, you know, things like that. What most people will say is, again, it's the devil. The devil is trying to, to, to break up the unity. Now, listen, that can be true. Let me be very clear. But let me give you a scripture. 1 John 2.19. 1 John 2.19 says this. Um, ooh, let me give you the NIV version. Let me read you the NIV version. Um, right, let me get the NIV version. Um, they went out from us. Because they didn't really belong with us for if they be, or to us. For if they belonged to us, they would have remained with us. But their going showed that none of them belonged to us. Wow. Wow. Come on, Ray says, this is just what I needed to move forward. Wow. So what's what the Bible says? We needed to see what it really was. So we'd know what it really was. It's quiet right there. Listen, listen, you don't know what it really is until it's tested. And for some of you all, watch me, especially even when it comes to love, you get so mad when it's a test. The devil, I'm so stressed. Why are you stressed? This is a test. Come on, I need you to type it on the screen. No stress, this is just a test. No stress. Come on, say that out of your mouth. We, watch me, we needed to see what it really was. Because if they were really with us, they couldn't go. And if they weren't really, if they really weren't, they couldn't stay. For some of y'all, this is why you never, ever, ever, ever chase nobody to be in your life. I have one rule, um, a couple rules that I live by when it comes to people that are right out of the word. It's not my opinion. We got too many people on social media giving their opinion. Man, screw your opinion. Forget your opinion. What does the word say? That's what I need because everything is going down but the word. All right. Here we go. Um, one of the things that I live by is people, people are going to do what they want to do. People are going to do what they want to do. Mr. Where do you get that from? Jesus says, don't cast what's holy before the dogs, nor give your pearls to swine. Notice, Jesus never said, try to change the dog or the swine, to try to change the dog or the pig. He just says, don't give them anything valuable. Which means Jesus said, while you're spending time trying to fix people and fight people to be different, you just need to accept what they are. So what does that mean? The principle of that is grown people are going to do what they want to do. So there's two things that are true about people. Number one, they're going to do what they want to do. Number two, they're going to do what they want to do. So-and-so didn't get it done. You know why? Because they didn't want to. 
Because if they wanted to, they would have got it done. They get everything else they want to get done. They didn't want to. They didn't, it's just that simple. That's why they didn't do it. They didn't want to. We don't need to have a bunch of deep discussions. They didn't want to. That's why. That's Bible. Right? Number two. Number two. Number two. Um, principle that I live by is I don't want anybody in my life that's not sure they want to be there. I don't want anybody. I don't want anybody around me. I don't want anybody on my team. I don't want nobody serving me. I don't want them on my dream team. If you want the whole truth, nothing but the truth. I don't want them working for me. I don't want I don't want them doing nothing for me. Why? The Bible says, 1 John 2.19. They went out from us that it might be made plain that they weren't with us. If they were with us, they would have still been with us. I don't want anybody around my, in my life that don't want to be there. Period. In the discussion. So, but I don't know if I want to do Oh, baby. I, look, I'm going to help you make this. You don't know if you want to do it. I'm going to make this easy for you. You don't do it no more. Y'all quiet right there. It's quiet right there. Yeah, somebody said people keep people and I like that. Some of y'all need to do with that with friends. But I don't know if I want to be your friend. Oh, baby, it's okay. We ain't friends effective immediately. Effective immediately, our friendship is over today. When I was just saying, oh, no, oh, no. I'm sure that you're not sure. So, therefore, I'm sure I don't need unsure people around me. Why? You're like quicksand. You're like quicksand, which means I can't trust you. I can't stand on you. I can't stand you. <laughs> Ooh. Those are two principles that I live by, right? And not perfect, I mean, not perfectly, because we all have those human moments where we think that we can circumvent those two things that are scripture, that are Bible. We all have those moments. Wait a minute, if you've had a moment where somebody did something, you're like, well, no. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, if you had somebody that wasn't sure they wanted to be in your life and you were like, well, no. Wait a minute. We've all done it. I am the first to put my hand up. We've all done it. But what I, what I come back to is the word and the principles. So when it comes to love, I just gave you three examples of things that are very different than in the word than in the world. Three different examples. The word that's in the world, right? Um, even that scripture in Proverbs, it says, you know, a, a faith, um, an unfaithful man, let me see, uh, is worse than a... Um, uh, an ankle, I think, I, I think it says ankle out of joint. Let me read it to you. Proverbs 25, 19. Listen to this. It says, um, uh, confidence in an unfaithful man in a time of trouble is like a bad tooth and a foot out of joint. Wow, right? So Bible says, if you put your confidence in people who have proven that you should not put your confidence in them, it's going to hurt you like a bad tooth. I remember having tooth pain so bad one time. Uh, wave at me if you've ever had bad tooth pain. I remember, and it actually wasn't a tooth. What it was is it was I, uh, a, a wisdom tooth was, was coming in and it was messing with the, the skin. It wasn't actually the tooth. But what ended up happening, the pain was so severe. Um, I remember like I, I, I was like in the house just like miserable. And I remember thinking like, oh, Lord, I don't know. Like, look, I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to make it. That pain was so bad. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. That's why for some of y'all, your pain with people has been so deep. Why? Because you put your faith in the unfaithful. You put 
your faith. And the Bible says this is going to hurt you like a bad tooth. This is, this is going to hurt you like your ankle is dislocated. This is why for some of y'all, your pain, like this pain is so deep because you, 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 you thought you could change the Bible. I ain't never hurt like this. I know. I bet you. I, hopefully we don't hurt like no more. I think you better let it go the way you used to love, the way you used to do. It's got to be based on the word, not the world. Got to be based on the word, not the world. Got to be based on the word, not the world. Gotta be, I ain't never felt like this. I feel like I can't even go nowhere. Why? Because your foot's lame. Your ankle's out of socket. That's what the Bible says. That's what the pain feels like. Plus me, when you have mouth pain, what happens? You don't eat. <laughs> Pay attention. I just don't even feel like eating. I just don't even, I just feel stuck. I just, why? Because you, you put your faith in the unfaithful. And the Bible said, don't do that. Because when you do that, that's the pain. The pain you get for trusting someone that is unfaithful, inconsistent. <laughs> the pain you get for trusting someone that's inconsistent, unfaithful, unreliable. Y'all got to hear me. This is, that will be the pain you experience. Is that you won't go anywhere and you won't eat. Got to be based on the word, not the world. Y'all got me? All right. So that's how many people love. We love based on the world, not the word. So we have to love on the word. So this series is going to go to the word and deal with what the word says about love. And so on Wednesday, I gave you the first line to Teddy P's song. He says, looking back over my years, I guess I've said it some tears, told myself time and time again, this time I'm going to win, but another fight, things ain't right. I'm losing again. Takes a fool to lose twice and start all over again. Pay attention. What's significant is Teddy's first verse revealed to us that he didn't really understand love like many people don't. So in this series, I want to encourage you, let go of what you think you know about love. Can I say this with, with love? Especially, hear me, ladies, because ladies like to believe that they are, some ladies like to believe they're experts about love. And the danger of believing you're an expert is that if it fails, you feel like a failure. It's quiet right there, but I said it below. Especially, watch me, Christian men. You got to be careful that you don't go around with this mentality like you're a love expert. Because the truth is, we're all students. Come on. I need you to do this. Come on. I love it. Come on here. Uh, 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 I'm open and I'm ready. Can I get you to put that on the screen? I'm open and I'm ready. But some of you just make this confession. I'm a student. I'm a student. I am a student. I am open and I am ready. Um, and I taught you this, that our perception of love is based on past experiences and past education. Past experience and past education. Romans 12, 9 says this, let love be genuine, which means if there's a such thing as genuine love, come on here, Drake, there's such thing as fake love, straight up in my face. There's a such thing as fake love, fake love. There's genuine love and there's fake love. Genuine love and fake love. Genuine love and fake love. Um, and so in this series, we're going to really look at what is genuine love. Then he says, hate what's evil. Hold fast to what's good. All right. He goes on. Um, and in Colossians 3.14, I taught you on Wednesday that genuine love is, not, is, is shown, not just said. A lot of people say, you know, I love you. No, show me. Show me, show me. Um, most people 
like to believe that everybody knows they love him, even as a shepherd. Can I be honest? Um, Because I'm not, words don't really move me. You know, words don't move me. Um, Words are not my primary love language. We're going to get into love languages in this series too. But words don't move me. So I like hearing great things. I like hearing nice things, but I'm not moved by that. Um, That's not going to move me. Um, anybody else like that? I, I, I'm like that. Like word. That's nice. I appreciate what you said. Let me see what you're going to do. So even as a shepherd, I had to learn that for some people, I was like, well, don't they see I am consistent to my assignment. They know on Sundays they can count on me. They know on Wednesdays they can count on me. They know on Mondays they can count on me and all the stuff that they don't see the 80% that they don't see. I'm, I'm faithful to my assignment. When frustrated, I'm faithful to my assignment. When dealing with crazies, I'm committed to my assignment. When dealing with all kinds of stuff, I am committed to my assignment. So it's like, they see this. But the Lord said, son, he said, but everybody doesn't receive love that way. So even as a shepherd over the last year and a half, couple of years, you've heard me make it my business every time I'm on a live to say it. Every time we're in church, say it. I love you, 915. Love you, 1115. L- love you on the chat. Love you. Because for some people, they, they need to hear it. Right? Because them hearing it then backs up what you show. But pay attention. Genuine love is not just said. It is also shown. Right? Love is not an emotion nor a feeling. It's a decision that produces action. Let's go. It's not a emotion, an emotion, excuse me. It is not a feeling. It is a decision. It is a decision that produces action. All right. And Colossians 3.14 says this. Clothe yourselves with love. In other words, I don't feel like it. Can I tell you something about me? I don't like coats. Um, it's wintertime in Denver. I will wear a coat. Like if it drops, if it's below 20, I will wear a coat. Other than that, I'm going to be honest, I don't like, and I have some great coats, some amazing coats. I just don't like coats. It's too much. It's, you got to put it all on, and then when you're in your car, like my seatbelt has got this like thing, and so it'll snatch you up, and this security thing, and then you got to keep adjusting it so that you don't wrinkle your shirt up under your coat, and all that. Like, I don't like wearing coats. Um, That's just me, all right? Um, my little niece, she's the same, she's the same way. It was cold the other day and uh, she was coming in and we were having dinner at, at a restaurant and she, and she didn't have no coat. And I said, well, I ain't going to say nothing to her. I said, because I don't like coats either, baby. I said, so and listen, I understand. It's, it, it's, it, that's the way we do. And now I'll do hoodies. I'll do hoodies, but like big coat, because that's, that's all I'm going to have. But a coat, I'm just not a huge fan of coats, all right? Um, unless I have to. Not because I don't like the design or any of that. Why am I saying this? The Bible says, clothe yourselves with love. What does it mean? Put it on. Decide to do it. See, here's love. Most of us, I don't feel like loving. It, that's, he didn't say to feel it. He said, put it on. He said, put it on. There's going to be moments you want to say really mean things. Can I get a witness on here? What the Bible says, put it on. There's going to be moments. Where you say to yourself, you know what? I'm finna snub, crackle, and pop. But the Bible says, put it on. Put it on. Put it on. There's going to be a moment where somebody's going to say something and you're really going to want to let them have it. Right? 
You're really going to let them. You're going to be like, you know what? Today is your day. You're going you're gonna to hear. You're going to learn today. Bible says, put it on. There's going to be moments, watch me, where you're tired. And you're like, I don't feel like all of that. Bible says, put it on. There's going to be moments you're like, I don't feel like hugging. I don't feel like saying nothing nice to nobody. I want to, come on, can y'all keep it real on here tonight? Wave at me. Talk to me. There's going to be moments you want to have an attitude. Can we be honest? There's going to be moments you're like, I want to be frustrated right now. I'm actually enjoying it. Bible says, put it on. Put it on. It's a decision to act. It's a decision to act. And he says, at the end of Colossians 3.14, he says, when you put on love, it's going to tie everything together in unity. Um, disconnect and disunity means there's a lack of love for something or someone somewhere. Whenever there's disunity in a home, in a business, in a ministry, in a church, and in an organization, wherever, that means there's a lack of love for something or someone. Everybody don't love the same thing. Everybody don't love the same thing or the same, uh, uh, same thing or some or the same person. Right. Somebody don't love the same thing. See, some people love a check, but they don't actually love. They don't actually love what they do. They don't love who they do it for. So there's going to be disunity. Right. That's what the Bible says. And some of your families, like, why is our family so dysfunctional? Because maybe it's revealing that there's no, there ain't no really, everybody don't love the same thing. Some people love the idea of family. Can I go here? Some people love the idea of marriage. They're just not really into who they married, though. It's quiet on this chat tonight. Some people, they, they don't, they love the idea. They love the idea um, of love. But they don't actually love who they love. The idea is amazing. It's exciting. Some people love the idea of a relationship. They just don't actually love who they're in a relationship with. Like the concept is amazing. Like date nights and, you know, and going out to eat and going to movies together. Like the concept's great. They just don't love that person though. You ready? Wow. Here we go. So on, on Wednesday... And I'm not going to go through all this tonight, but on Wednesday, we began to define love. Uh, 1 Corinthians 13 lists out the characteristics of love, and it's a decision. And I encourage you, go back and watch it. How do you do that? Get the app. Get the app. You said it. They're in love with being in love. They're in love with the thought of being in love. That happens a lot. How do you know, Bishop? 50% of first marriages in the divorce. 73%, or excuse me, 67% of second marriages end in divorce. 73% of third marriages end in divorce. The statistics say that most people who say, I love you, don't. But watch me. You will not be a statistic from this day forward. Come on here. I need you to speak that over your life. This will be your best year of love in every way, shape, form, and fashion, every relationship type. This will be your best love year. Come on. I need you to open your mouth and say it and type that on the screen. This will be my best love year. My best love year. You got it? You will not be a statistic from this day forward. Come on. Come on. You will not be. Let me, let me, let's be more specific. We will not be a negative statistic from this day forward. 
So, um, we open up the series with what is love. Tomorrow's message is, in fact, a question. Another love, TKO, question mark. I'm going to literally, from the word, and I'm going to break down, I'm going to go through his song. And I'm going to explain how many of us have loved based on the world, not the word. And this is for every relationship type. This is for married, single, dating, don't ever want to date nobody again. This is for families. This is for mother to daughter, brother to sister, sister to father. What Every relationship type. Because, listen, you can't live on this world without love. You can't do this life without somebody to love. I mean, I don't mean that in a romantic sense. I mean, you have to love people. So tomorrow's message is going to be a question. Another love, TKO, question mark. Um, I'm going to, I'm super excited about it. There's going to be so much revelation um, that's going to come, even with the number two. You're going to see it all in the series tomorrow. Um, so I'm excited about it. All right. You should be excited about it too. Here's what I need you to do. Um, once we hop off of this live on IG, what I need you to do is to simply make sure you, sh I got you covered, Ray, you know it. I got you, um, I want to make sure you share this, put it in your Insta story, share it on your page. Um, let's get this preview out to as many people as possible so they can watch. Tomorrow morning at 9.15 and 11.15 a.m. Mountain Time. It's 11.15 and 1.15 East Coast Time. I'm excited about it. It should be an amazing, an amazing experience. All right. Looking forward to that. Um, let me also say this. If you're in Atlanta, we're going to be in Atlanta on Friday, February 18th at 7 p.m. And uh, need you to get registered. We have limited seating, so I need you to get registered if you're coming. All right. It's going to be amazing. Friday Night Fire. What is it? It's really our first interest service to, be, to start building our team. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's super excited about uh, seeing what God uh, does. Yes, the ring will still be there. I'll still be in the ring. Y'all see the stage? We got the ring on the stage. We got all the boxing stuff. Uh, great job to my team for making that happen. All right. How do you get registered for Atlanta? You can just text H-C-A-T-L on the phone number 877-552-4-BAM. You are, come on here. You got it. 877-552-4746. And you can be a part, um, you can be a part of that. Get registered. Guys, I need y'all to help spread the word, all right? We're two weeks out. We're a little less than two weeks out. What are we, uh, 13 days out? I need you to spread the word, all right? Let's see a great move of God. It's the first, so there'll be there'll be more. It's just it's first, but I want to see a great move of God on that first night, all right? I want to see people come to the Lord. I want to see people that haven't been in church in two years, three years, four years. I want to see a move of God that night. Last time we were in Atlanta, it was amazing. Many decisions Many people, there was a business owner of a Christian apparel company. He sold that night and uh, and his entire business changed. Uh, we'll get his testimony here soon. His entire business changed, went to a whole nother level. He sold that night that we were there. Uh, just like, I think it was July 19, 2019. Um, and uh, an amazing testimony. So, so many testimonies, so many great things, but get registered for that. Or just go to our website and do it or register from the app. All right. Uh, love you guys. I pray you have an amazing night. Last two things I want to do before we hop off. You need to become a Christian. You're not watching me by accident. On the count of three, do the hand wave emoji or say it's me. You want to recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure or be sure. I need for you um, to make sure that tonight you don't miss your moment. If you need to become a Christian or recommit yourself to the Lord, do the hand wave emoji or say it's me. Type that on the screen right now. One, two, three. If that's you, respond right now. 
while they're responding. If the preview blessed you, you can sew into it. If you want to do that, you can use the badges. They are there on the screen uh, for Instagram. Uh, if you want to use Cash App, it's dollar sign Bishop Woman with the number two at the end. PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify, and Given. All of that's available. The email for that is hello at harvestchurch.church. Waiting on you while, while they're responding. Come on. No judgment, no condemnation. No judgment, no condemnation. Five, we're waiting on you. Four, waiting on you. Three, waiting on you. Two, you to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord like Bishop. I just want to be sure. Nobody's going to judge you. Nobody's going to beat you down. Nobody's going to look crazy at you. Don't worry about anybody judging you. Even if you're watching the replay, even if you're watching the replay, I want you to do that. All right. All right. All right. Everybody pray this with me. Um, Bishop, why do you always do the prayer? Even if you don't see hands in that moment, because people uh, watch the replays and some people, let me just keep it 100 with you. Some people, no matter how much I say, hit the button, they feel nervous. They feel scared. And so I never like to get off without having given people that opportunity to pray that prayer. We'll never really know until I stand before the Lord and he gives me a list and says this. We'll never know how many people never, never did the hand wave emoji, never said it's me, never raised their hand in the building, never sent the text, but prayed the prayer. So that's why I always do it. Everybody pray this for me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that you are my Lord and Savior. Give me the grace, God, to run this race in Jesus' name. Amen. Just pray that prayer for the first time. Text that word decision to the phone number 877-552-4746. When you do that, we're going to shoot your text right away to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. I love you guys. I pray that you have an amazing night tonight. Invite somebody to church. When we get off, invite somebody to church tomorrow. All right? On campus or online. Uh, let's see a great movie, God. It's the first Sunday. First Sunday of the month. It's going to be, um, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. You should too. This is going to be your best love year yet. I want you to let that settle. This is going to be your best love year yet. All right? It's going to be your best love year yet. It's going to be your best love year yet. All right? Love you guys. Shalom. Have an amazing night. If you want to sew, you can go do that. Love you. Have a good night. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.